0: you are listening to african father in america podcast by simon javano kello live from seattle washington usa Thank you so much for joining me for another incredible episode of the African Father in America podcast. My name is Simon Javan Okelo and uh, I am in Seattle, Washington. Uh, I have a really special guest joining me here uh, all the way from Zanzibar in East Africa for those who have never been to the motherland and my guest is Yusuf uh, Mahmoud. Yusuf, uh, go ahead and say hello to everyone who is joining us uh, for today's conversation.
1: Ah, greetings everyone.
0: abari uh, Thank you very much. Uh, today is really exciting for me because we are really going to learn a little more about one of the greatest uh, African festivals. According to the BBC, uh, Saudis Abusara is one of Africa's best and most respected music events. And so we are going to learn a lot about that. But we're also going to learn about the CEO and festival director, Yusuf Mahmoud who is here with us today. But before we get there, I want us to uh, do a couple of things. One is learn about today's proverb, which is from Mauritania. And then uh, I'll share the three nuggets of wisdom. And then after that, we are going to go deep into uh, today's conversation. So first uh, the proverb says that too large a morsel chocks the child. Uh, too large a morsel chocks the child. Uh, this is really, you know, if you overfeed your child the child might uh, be choked. But the nuggets of wisdom have three that says, the first one says never bite off more than you can chew. Never bite off more than you can chew. Uh, That's the first nugget of wisdom. The second one says that break down large goals into manageable chunks. Break down large goals into manageable chunks. And then the third one says take things one step at a time. Take things one step at a time. So, um, you know, we are going to break this proverb apart. But I want us to first listen to the perspective of our special guest, Yusuf Mahmoud, the CEO and Festival Director of Abu Abusara. And uh, Yusuf, when you received this proverb earlier on, I think it was yesterday when it was sent to you, um, what is it that came to your mind uh, when you read this proverb from Mauritania? Too large a moselle chokes the child. Well,
1: you know, in Africa, there are so many wise, wise uh, proverbs, especially in Swahili language. I'm still uh, getting to learn some of them. Um, another African proverb similar is the child hates the, the parent who, who gives it all at once. Um, and I, I read that in the Philippines also, they say, children who get everything they ask for seldom succeed in life. And I think these are all important proverbs which speak to the dangers of greed. You know, as everyone can see in the world right now, the super rich, the super rich are just getting richer and richer every day. Some of these people are making millions of dollars every day at the expense of the world's poor. And uh, especially since the pandemic with the war in Ukraine, I think this inequality gap is getting even wider so uh, i think it's time for our leaders to stop exploiting and destroying our planet for personal gain and uh, i think music is a way that we can help to uh, build bridges of peace and understanding and uh, i'm sure we'll be talking a lot about those bridges in the coming minutes
0: that's right that's right thank you so much yusuf Yeah, um, I agree that music is definitely one of the ways that we can build uh, bridges and there's really no better way to discuss the impacts of that than to talk about, uh, you know, the story of your work uh, that you do with Saudis Abusara. But before we go there, I want us to go a little further into what is it that happened in your childhood that inspired Uh, the work that you do with Saudis Abusara currently as the CEO and festival director. I love asking my guests uh, something that happened when you were 8 to 16, an event, uh, or somebody you interacted with that uh, really inspired you to continue doing the work that you're doing. Um, Before you answer that, though, Yusuf, I want to welcome everyone who is joining us on YouTube. We are live streaming on YouTube and also... We are live streaming on Clubhouse. Uh, I have an incredible team and, uh, you know, a team of community members and family members and friends who are joining us uh, live right now. And you'll hear their voices in a moment. But I just want to quickly give a shout out to Cubs and Steven and Lavender and also Lisa who are listening in. Uh, just take a moment if you're on clubhouse and ping in three to five people to join us for this conversation and if you're on youtube make sure you give this video a thumbs up thank you again now yusuf go ahead and share with us a story that inspires who you are today uh as the ceo and director and festival director of sauti zabusara
1: mm-hmm. thank you simon yeah um, uh... When you asked the question, you know, I, I immediately thought back to the 1980s when I was still living in the UK. Um, I was quite an angry young child and uh, in my teen, teenage years I was really um, angry and also active against things like racism and injustice, against the arms trade and um, against many things including environmental pollution Uh, and i joined the anti-apartheid movement in 1985 as a regional coordinator so we were organizing demonstrations lectures boycotts campaigns and so on um and i remember at that time i met someone who uh who was uh, turned out to be became a great friend later but one thing he said to me yusuf you know you're anti this and anti that and anti-everything If you want people to support your cause, instead of being anti-everything, why don't you be positive and explain what you are for instead of what you are against? And um, at the same time, I was DJing and organizing a lot of concerts for international musicians at the time. And it was really clear to me that this was exactly what some of those musicians were doing. Um, in the 1980s, I'm talking about people like Fela Kuti, Baba Mao, Ushundur, Yuma Sakela, Miriam Makeba and many more. Um, and and I, I, I think that this was very important because then, and even now, in Europe and North America, when you saw Africa in the news, it was, then it was 99.9% negatives stories about war, poverty, disease, desperation and um, yeah it's true that some of those elements are there on the continent, on the African continent but you know what is was clear to me then and is becoming more clear to more people now is that African musicians show us a completely different story about the, the richness, the vibrancy of our diverse cultures on this continent and joy and celebration of life so um this guy david Dowse, his name was was a very big inspiration to me and really influenced not just the way i thought about the work the world but the way i acted within it to make it hopefully a better place
0: yeah that's incredible i can't believe that you interacted with people like felakuti and Baba Mal. How how was it uh, in those years? And uh, share with us any special moment with with one of those uh, legendary African artists. And I also see that in your lineup, you're already working with current legendary African artists as well. Uh, share with us maybe a little nugget before we go into just going deeper into Saudis Abusara. Uh, if you're watching, really for me, this is uh, a dream. Even having a conversation with you, Yusuf, because. <laughs> Uh, Saudis Abusara is how uh, I came to appreciate, uh, you know, the promotion of uh, African festivals, but also it's, um, it's really one of the ways to ground our people in our culture. You know, there's no better way than that. And so creating a platform for artists, uh, you know, like Tiken Jaffa Koli, who is going to be one of the headliners this year, uh, is really, really inspiring. But talk to us about some of the artists you've interacted with, uh, during the you know, early years of your career, and also some of the ones you're working with now. And then uh, from there, I just jump into, you know, what is Saudis Abusara for those who are hearing for the first time? And how did it start? Uh, and particularly, this is the 20th uh, anniversary of Saudis Abusara and uh you know the the festival will be rocking the walls of stone town in zanzibar some people don't even know what stone town is so uh take us on a journey of stone town as mm. well
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow um i wish we had several hours to talk about this because it's uh it's a long story um you know i i i, I talk to a lot of people um and especially in a Muslim society, which Sanzibar is, and, I, and I, I, I really understand how some people complain that music is, has negative effects on human behavior. When you switch on your TV, when you listen to the radio, a lot of what is heard is just completely disposable trash with no benefits for society. And I really get that. Um, but when it comes to a lot of African music, not all of it, um, there was a really inspiring quote, I thought, by Baba Mao from Senegal, who um, was one of those people I was very blessed to meet in the 1980s. And he said then, when, there's no reason when you make people dance that you can't make them think at the same time. And, and this to me is um, you know a, a, an in- important element of what brings makes a lot of African music different from... A lot of western music and i think african music has become a really powerful tool of communication to raise awareness to uh, change hearts and minds and to build solidarity across across borders um, so i actually came to zanzibar for the first time from uk in 1998 and it was in 2003 when i set up Prusada Promotions, this is an NGO here Uh, and our aim is really to celebrate cultural diversity, to offer employment and training opportunities and to nurture an East African music industry that is connected and in exchange with other parts of the continent. So um, we're in Stonetown, it's an incredibly beautiful, unique location. with uh, very narrow alleyways that cars can't even drive down and uh, beautiful people and really beautiful food and a great climate and a rich history and culture which is influenced from not only africans but also arabs and indians and europeans and so on Uh, so it's a really rich and cosmopolitan uh, setting that that our festival is based in. Uh, Sauta Zabusara, for people who don't speak Swahili, it means Sounds of Wisdom. Uh, and we've been bringing people together, thousands of people, every year in uh, Stone Town for Sauta Zabusara each year in February. Um, so, some of the groups we've worked with, artists that have appeared in Zanzibar over the years, include people like Nekka from Nigeria. Blitz the Ambassador from Ghana, who's based in the USA, of course. Sampa the Great, Sheikh Lowe, BCUC from Soweto, South Africa, who will be coming back again next month. Basiku Kuyati, Somi, Sarabi from Kenya, Natasha Atlas, Ebo Taylor, Pat Thomas, Mokumba, many, many more. Um,
0: Rocky but I should soon. stress,
1: Rocky <laughs> Daouni has been to Busari. yeah, gave a great show as well. Uh, we have a lot of reggae fans across the continent, as you know. <laughs> uh, but I really want to stress, I, I think it's important to say that Zabuzari is not only about the big names. You know, for, we always give priority to women musicians and young and emerging talents. And uh, we recognize that for many local artists in Tanzania, this festival has become an important um, stepping stone, which often leads to other international bookings and opportunities. So um, in terms of the audience, we have every year had a, had no problem attracting large crowds. Um, when I say large, I'm talking about 7,000 people per day uh, over three or four days, uh, becomes 20, 30,000 people. Uh, of these, 60% are usually Tanzanians, and then others come from all across Africa, and Europe, and beyond. The, um, the theme for the next edition I should mention which will be from tenth to twelfth February, three days next month. Is uh, the theme is zetu Utajiri Wetu which translates to something like "diversity is our wealth." And um, yeah, I promise it's going to be a very extra special twentieth edition. Kalibonisana.
0: That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah, I can't wait um, to be there myself. You know. Uh, you know that's one of my hopes and dreams. Uh, my hope is to be at sautiza Zabusara this year, uh, live and direct, and for us to have another conversation like this, hopefully in person. Um, but you know, when when people think about African festivals, uh, these days we have Shela we have in uh, Madaraka Festival, we have. Um, many many festivals that are uh, you know popping up from different parts of the diaspora and different parts of Africa but a lot of people really um, don't appreciate the the work that goes into producing uh, a festival like this uh, funding a festival like this identifying the right artists that actually believe in the work of uh, you know the festival and the work that you're doing you know um, so I wanted you to just take a moment and share with us, you know, when you look back at the years uh, when Saudi Zabusara began, and when you look at when you look at the festival today, uh, you know, what are some of the what are some of the most challenging moments, and also some of the biggest wins you've had, and also if somebody is listening. Um, you know what are what are some of the ways that people who cannot be in zanzibar participate because i want to i want to make sure that even those who can't make it this year can actually do something uh, through our conversation today they can take some action uh, but share with us a little bit uh, just the behind the scenes struggle because i do understand it since i produce madaraka festival and i always i promote the festival through this podcast you know that's why I feel that um, collaboration is one of the, the things that I love, you know, without collaboration nothing can become sustainable, you know. So I want you to just share with us a little bit um, about the the, the the biggest, some of the biggest challenges that uh, Saudis Abusara has gone through and, and then some of the biggest wins and, you know, uh, just the behind the scenes stories that our beautiful audience should listen to today.
1: Okay, Simon. Thanks. Um, yeah, you're right. Uh, Organising a festival in any part of the world—it's it, not an easy ride. It's never boring. <laughs> um, and uh, I can say, leading—yeah, leading a team. I mean, our first, our team at sorry, sorry, the throughout the year, we're basically five people. Uh, I'm the only foreigner. All the others are, are Tanzanians, and they work so hard around the clock to make sure the event is successful. Uh, when festival comes, we suddenly grow to about 170 people or more, and again, 99% of these uh, crew members are, are from Tanzania, a couple from Kenya, Zimbabwe. So um, I think. Uh, I really have to raise my hat to these wonderful people who work so hard to ensure the festival goes ahead and the fire keeps burning every year. Uh, and there have been so, so many challenges. I, I, I really... I mean, political disturbances, financial uncertainties every year. Um, we had two years where there was no electricity on the whole island, um, but the festival went ahead. And of course, the last few years, not to mention COVID and all the travel complications and, and zillions of other things that came into play with uh, making sure people went ahead, as the, uh, making sure the festival went ahead safely, in, whilst the rest of the world was experiencing a pandemic was not a joke. Um, I think I can say, you know. One of our achievements has been really staying focused in our mission, Um, you know, to build skills, to make sure we offer employment opportunities. We promote excellence in live music uh, and that we're connected and in exchange with other regions of the African continent and diaspora. Um, And one thing I can say is, you know, out of challenges, there sometimes arise opportunities. For example, even with COVID 19 and all its travel complications and so on, I think that really helped us to rethink about the sustainability of the festival and, and therefore focusing more on local artists and local audiences. Uh, and um, also, it helped us to create partnerships, which, as you mentioned, is so, so important for all of us. Um, and I'm here, I'm talking about media partnerships with TV and online channels to make sure that the festival that could reach audiences who could appreciate it across the world. Although, of course, there are so many uh, things to celebrate about these digital opportunities. I, um, it's good that people can enjoy virtual concerts at home, but, but really it's not possible to To replace the magic, the excitement, the energy of the physical festival experience.
0: Yeah, it's true, um, it's true. After, no, know, keep going, keep going. I wanted to just add a little there that there's nothing like being together with people in person and, you know, enjoying music, but also fellowshipping, building community, eating great food, you know. Uh uh-huh. there's no better way than than that. You know, I remember even at Madaraka Festival I meet people that I haven't met for three years. Because of the pandemic, you know, you don't see a lot of people, but then suddenly mm-hmm. you don't just see people, you see people dancing, you see people running towards you laughing, you know, everybody's happy, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's exactly, it's exactly, true. exactly. Anyhow, if you're just joining us, uh, my name is Simon Okelo, and I am your host here in the African Father in America podcast. And my special guest here is Yusuf Mahmoud, who is the CEO and festival director of Sauti Zabusara that is based in Zanzibar, Tanzania. And remember this uh, February 10th to 12th, Sauti Zabusara is happening and they're celebrating their 20th anniversary. And uh, as I said at the beginning of the show, Uh, Many people know me because of Madaraka festival that I've only been organizing for eight years. So imagine uh, Saudis Zabusara has been going on for 20 years. So the experiences that Yusuf and his entire team have gone through is really something that is commendable. And I want to give a chance to some of our audience members, Yusuf, to just say a few words. Uh, You know, we are going to hear them talk about the proverb. And also they'll make comments about our conversation. Then I would love for you to come back and reflect on their comments. And then after that, we will learn how we can stay connected with you, but also how we can participate, how we can come to Zanzibar. Let's say someone is in Seattle, Washington, like myself, or New York. How can they make their way to Zanzibar? Now, uh, I'll start with you, Lavender. Uh, I'll, I'll just ask you to, you know, share with us where you are, and um, what today's proverb means to you. And also, if you have any comments to Yusuf, uh, go ahead and share at this moment. Thank you so much.
2: Hi, everyone. Thank you, Simon. This is Lavenda. I'm speaking from Seattle. First, I'd like to commend Yusuf and thank him for uh, gracing our show today it's amazing to have you uh you're a legend when it comes to events holding an event down for over two decades is um i wouldn't say something not easy but um whoever has planned anything even family gatherings are hard enough to put together so imagine our festival. So thank you so much, Yusuf. And we are looking forward to Saudi Zabusara 2023. Today's proverb too large a morsel chokes the child. What comes to mind is uh, the saying too much of something is dangerous. And um, I feel encouraged to consume. In doses, even medicine we are given in small amounts to take effect or to work. So let's make sure we are ta- we are taking enough at a time or taking things uh, step by step, baby steps, bit information or. Um, if it's a new habit you're getting into, do it in small steps as you build. The other thing I'd like to mention is the resources we have on our YouTube link. Please um, click on the information section on our YouTube link. And also don't forget our trips to Kenya in February and July. Actually when you go to Kenya in February, you can finish off with uh the Saoti Abusara Festival in Zanzibar. So put that in mind. Thank you so much, time
0: Excellent. Thank you, love and uh, I agree. I agree. I feel that one of the things uh we will do in the future is to uh come up with uh, an ongoing collaboration with uh Saudi Abusara where we consistently work together and uh, promote Saudi Abusara through One Vibe Experience, which is the annual trips uh, from the diaspora back to Kenya that Lavender is talking about. Um, I do want to go ahead and welcome Cubs. Cubs, how are you doing? Uh, share with us your thoughts as well. Uh, uh, feel free to speak to The Proverb and also uh, comment on my conversation with Yusuf Mahmoud, our special guest.
3: Yes, good morning or good now, everybody, wherever you may be. Very good to be here this morning. Um, so, um, hi, Lavender. Hi, brother, Stella and Rocky down there. And Rachel, good to see you all. So, the proverb, too large a muscle chokes the child. Um, definitely, when a child is starting out, you always have to teach them things in small bits. Even if you're feeding them, you have to give them small uh, quantities of food for them to chew and then to swallow it's progressive i just got some puppies right now <laughs> and you know we're trying to teach them little things at a time you know the kids want to take them upstairs do this and i said no everything is a little bit let them get used to it then you add more so that's my understanding of that proverb um yusuf mahmoud good to hear from you uh and Saudi zabuzar i think it's fantastic what you're doing Um, in uh, Zanzibar and um, I I think you know I've never done uh, music events but from what I've heard it is it it can be a hairy process (laughs) so for you to be able to coordinate so many moving parts over the last 20 years um, I think is is commendable I definitely appreciate um, the ideas that you have the idea of cultural diversity employment and nurturing east african music as well as expanding that you know to the rest of the continent um and and keeping this going and working with the local um artists throughout the continent so keep it up and uh definitely if i'm around tanzania and you're having uh zanzibar and you're having the festival i'll for sure be there thank you
0: excellent thank you uh for your continued support uh yusuf is definitely responding is giving you a thumbs up Uh, and you will have a chance to respond to all your comments uh, in just a moment. For now, I want to go ahead and give Stephen a chance to also comment uh, and share his perspectives on our conversation and also the proverb for the day. Thank you so much. Uh,
4: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Simon. Uh, Happy new week to everyone in the room. Uh, about uh, uh, the proverb. Uh, My understanding of the proverb is uh, it's just reminding us not to bite what we cannot swallow, Uh, just to do everything bit by bit and uh, to start every step as baby steps. And uh, to our speaker of today, I'm so happy to be hearing from him I'm uh, a big follower of uh, Saoti Zabussara and uh, I've always been following the festivals that they organize. I'm still looking forward, God willing, to attend one of the festivals uh, when they'll be happening. And I look forward to learn more, being that it's got first experience in event organizing. Thank you for having me, sir.
0: Excellent. Thank you, Stephen. Uh, Let's hear from Stella. Stella, how are you? Uh, Where are you joining us from? And also, what are your thoughts in regards to our conversation with uh, Yusuf Mahmoud, the CEO and Festival Director at Saudis Abusara? And also feel free to talk about the proverb as well. Thank you. I don't know if Stella is available, but we'll come back to you Stella in a moment. We'll go to Brother Earth. Brother Earth, how are you doing? Uh, share your thoughts on this conversation with Yusuf and also uh, the proverb for the day. Thank you so much for being here.
5: Peace and love families, Brother Earth. I'm coming from the North Carolina territory. And uh, you know, greetings family, top of the week. Uh, I kind of was moving around and then wasn't able to tune into the conversation. how I would like to, but I did, uh, hear the brother Yusuf mentioned something about, uh, you know, the, the music can be used to, uh, with music is very powerful and, you know, the same way it could be used to pro, uh, uplift and, um, uplift of people it can also be used to uh bring up people down and to have uh people involved in music with the intent to put integrity to uplifting it is always good and beautiful and um as far as the pro- pro- proverb goes uh too large a morsel chokes the child And the family i already spoke on it very beautifully about you know taking out taking on more uh, biting more than you can chew or you know getting into something new or you know ex- ex- experiencing or going down a new path of life you know you have to look at it as a child also and you know be mindful not to take on too much or to pace yourself because if not you could hurt yourself and i park my plane right there peace and love families brother Earth.
0: peace and love to you brother i deeply appreciate you for taking the time to join us today and uh, i see that we have a lot of friends uh joining us on youtube make sure you give this video a thumbs up and also comment uh down below uh in the in the in the in the comment section so that we know uh you know what today's proverb means to you and your perspectives on this conversation with yusuf mahmood those who are just joining us, Yusuf Mahmood is the CEO and Festival Director of Saudis Abusara. The 20th edition of Saudis Abusara is happening uh, this next month, February 10th to 12th. And, uh, you know, this is going to be in Stone Town in Zanzibar. Now, Yusuf, you heard a lot of things that our brothers and sisters that spoke earlier, shared. And I want you to just reflect on three, but also... After that, take us on a journey of Saudi Abu I feel that since you've been there for 20 years, you know, like me, when, when the festival is beginning, I am amongst the first people there. Then we have volunteers, we have security, uh, the sound is being set up, you know. I want you to walk us through uh, what you always see. But first, reflect on what our brothers and sisters shared. I'm really, really proud of you, Yusuf, by the way. You know, uh, it took a lot of courage for you to leave your comfort zone in the UK and go back to Zanzibar, uh, go back to support a festival in the motherland that really needed leadership. You know, Uh, I think that is something that many of us, including myself, I feel challenged. I feel like. I need to do something mm-hmm. like what you did, but uh, the floor is yours. Reflect on everything that was just said, then take us on a virtual tour of Saudi's Abusara.
1: Hmm. Okay. Thank you, Simon, and thank you uh, to everyone, uh, including Lavender Cubs, Steven, Stella, Brother At, um, for your input, your your comments. Um, yeah i i um i think that something cabs mentioned uh, about whether it's children or puppies this step-by-step approach is is so important um and especially here in africa you know we all want change and we want uh, revolutions to happen but I, I think real change happens very slowly uh, but surely, it does happen, and, and, and I, I would like to maybe mention a, an example um, which I think illustrates that South is You know, I think from the very beginning, we demonstrated that there is a market for new, exciting, original sounds that are uniquely local, as opposed to what was being heard on the radio, which was mostly American music at that time. And uh, the broadcasters in Tanzania and South Africa were saying we give people what they want. But we were showing actually people do want local music and music from other parts of Africa. And um, I think we showed that really for 20 years consistently. Um, But I think one challenge we had in the early years was um, making sure in terms of the performers on stage and also the crew members behind the scenes. For many years, we had a, a, a problem because women were were really underrepresented. So, uh, and I think this is something that's specific not just to Zanzibar, but the global industry. So a few years ago, we decided to try and readdress the balance by proactively seeking more women performers and encouraging more women to join our technical team, and in, ho- in the hope that this would inspire and offer hope and encouragement to, for other women to come forward. And I'm really pleased to say that it, this really does seem to be working. Um, in the last three years, the ratio of women on stage is, has doubled. So we're now up to around 40% of the groups performing at Saad Saabasara are led by women. And about 30% of our festival crew members are female. Um, and I think this is partly thanks to inspiring performers. For example, Sampa the Great, some of your listeners may know, or um, City in the Band here in Zanzibar. Uh, we have an all women orchestra called Taurusi Women's Tarab now in Zanzibar. Uh, and other people from South Africa like uh, Tandiswa Mazwai, Msaki. Uh, and others that some of your people may know. So, so I think um, behind the scenes also, I should say we've, we've been hosting stage management training for, by women for women uh, from the East African region. And we have these um, conference panel networking sessions each day during the festival, which we call Movers and Shakers. Uh, which take place in the afternoons before the music starts. And for the last two years, we've had days which have been exclusively for women panellists, uh, with women moderators discussing some of, not just the challenges, but also some of the success stories of women in the music industry. So um, for any people who are connected to the music industry, we really encourage uh, people to to take part in these what we call movers and shakers sessions, um, which is completely free to join, but the space is quite limited, so we ask people to register in advance on our website. Yeah, so um, I think the women's story is is still is still a struggle, of course, for a lot of women to be represented and um, paid fairly and so on, all across the world. But we're we're trying to play our part. Yeah. Um, and I think I wanted
0: to, to I wanted to uh because we are talking about women and one of the most legendary uh, you know female musicians in the world came from zanzibar Biki Bikidude, you know, and mm. I'm sure you worked with her over the last twenty years of organizing uh you know uh, Saudis Abusara. uh just talk to us a little about her because. Uh, I never met her, but there were rappers from Kenya who would travel all the way to Zanzibar to just live there and learn from her. And they, they, they left with a lot of lyrical, um, uh, you know, nourishment. You know, they, they, she was really a blessing. But people who probably engaged with her closely like you did, uh, you know, would, would really be able to share her story. So I want you to talk to, uh, to us about her just for a moment.
5: Hmm. uh
1: where to start i was very blessed to have known Bikidude dude for, for for many years um she first came to uk when i was working there and uh, did a show um in stroud i think it was in west of england in the when would it have been 1990 1991 around that time um uh, but uh, yeah as so- soon as i came to Zanzibar. I was uh, very blessed to uh, spend a lot of time with her almost every week. Uh, And she was the only performer at the festival who was encouraged and uh, very gladly accepted to perform every single year while she was alive. She passed away in um, 2013 or 2014, around that time, around 10 years ago, um, at the age of nobody knows, but probably around 100 years old she was uh, a, an incredible singer and drummer uh, she was also an expert in um, herbal medicines um she i uh, was also had the opportunity to travel with her to performances in um, reunion and south africa and the netherlands um where she would very react reluctantly wear shoes because at home she would never wear shoes and she thought that was the secret of her long life she was a real inspiration she was a rebel and uh, not not always um admired on the island because she was a really had a rebellious character she um was always joking and laughing and flirting with uh, with the men around and i mean just in a kind of funny way not seriously um she smoked she um played drums and things which are very were frowned upon in earlier years in sense but now it's becoming more accept- acceptable because she uh you know led the way i think and was um, a huge inspiration for many people um she always had a twinkle in her eye and was uh would have always have a very witty response to any kind of comment. Um, and um, uh, yeah, I really feel blessed to have known Biki Dude, uh, Fatma Hamis, a.k.a. Biki Dude. Uh, and I know she was a great inspiration to Siti Amina, who is um, a younger singer, songwriter, oud player who leads a group called Siti and the Band who have performed at Sabusara, I think, three times over the last seven or eight years, and are now beginning to to travel and get invitations to perform at other festivals around the world. So her legacy lives on.
0: It's incredible, because uh, when we talk about uh, women, uh, I definitely feel that she she broke a lot of barriers. And like you shared, uh, many, many women now can do things that you know they could not do especially in Zanzibar where it's it's pretty conservative uh you know b- people it's a very it's a, it's not a, well, even though it's a big island it's not very big because the culture uh puts people in a box and so you have to be rebellious like her to gain the kind of uh recognition she's i I feel like she's getting more recognition now that she's gone she's much like Bob Marley you know she's uh, I've I've spent hours just researching her online and you know uh, listening to some of her music and uh, just having a deeper appreciation. But I don't want to forget about the fact that uh, you need to give us a little uh, idea of how can people who are listening uh, come to Zanzibar for Saudi Zabusara this year next month, and how can those who are online who cannot be there also engage or come next year?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think our festival is quite easy to find online. If people um, don't know uh, how to spell Saudi so Zabusara, even if they write uh, signs music festival, they'll probably find us quite easily. Our website is www.busaramusic.com dot O-R-G, uh, and where our social media social media handle is at soldiers on and facebook on and instagram youtube and so on um, if people are interested to come um, then karibu sana you're more than welcome uh, there's still some tickets left although they are thankfully selling quite fast now um, the festival will be 10, 11, 12 February. There's a lot of information on our website about who's performing with links to their video clips and so on. Uh, very easy to buy tickets safely online. And uh, there's even a page for travellers and visitors' information, things like health requirements and visas and so on. So a lot of information is there on our, on our website. We will be broadcasting from the festival, uh, highlights every day. Uh, So probably the best place to look is on our social media accounts or the YouTube um, account for Saudi Abusara. I should mention that ticket prices vary. Uh, There are prices for VIP with comfort uh, zones and soft chairs and so on, or regular international prices. Or anybody with an African passport from anywhere in the world with an African passport will pay half price. East African residents pay half price, and uh, for Swahili, when <laughs> zetu to Tanzania, pay nichini kabisa.
0: Sante sana, Asante sana. Uh, kabla tumalize, before we finish, <laughs> I love talking in Kiswahili. I wish I had a Kiswahili podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh i have a couple of friends who also joined us uh and i want to give them a chance uh, but uh, before i give you sensors a chance i want to check in with stella stella would love to hear your voice so there are two more people who are going to comment before we wrap up but i want to just quickly give a shout out to rachel and uh jujit, jujit who is here with us and also um the this app this app is ghetto we have a, a you know an app that is joining us here i don't know who is behind the app but we are for you especially yusuf we are actually live streaming on clubhouse which is an, an audio app it's only audio people are just listening maybe somebody's working out maybe somebody's mm. uh at work so they're just listening to our conversation and then we also live on youtube where we have okay. Uh, quite a few people listening to our conversation right now. And then later on, this conversation is going to be distributed to Apple. We are actually a five-star rated podcast on Apple, you know, on Apple Podcasts. We have over 200,000 downloads of this podcast, so people listen massively across the world. Uh, And, of course, it's uh, distributed to all podcasting platforms. But I just wanted to mention that because sometimes, our guests wonder mm-hmm. who is Simon talking to, who is Simon addressing, and and I just want to make sure you 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 are aware about that. Uh, so, Sensors, how are you doing? Where are you joining us from, and uh, what are your thoughts in regards to this conversation with Yusuf, and also uh, the proverb for the day? Good
6: morning. Everyone, and good morning to Yusuf as well. Um, interesting conversation and how I wish I could be at this festival. I haven't been to Zanzibar. I've, I've been to Arusha, but not Zanzibar, and I loved, I loved my experience in Arusha. And I am sure, at the same type of hospitality, the artistic nature of the culture, and just that that unique Swahili um, lingo, that unique Swahili lingo makes a
4: huge,
6: huge difference. I don't fully really know Swahili.
0: Sensors, Sensors, has as the company of, he, of her little ones. Sorry
5: about
6: that. <laughs> they didn't go to school today. So oh yeah, yeah I am, that's good. I, I am here working from home. With them. Um, and so this is what I, I I I always notice is that is that there is some form of calmness in the Swahili from Tanzania <laughs> versus the one from Kenya. <laughs> Sorry Simon, I got into this too. <laughs> but I, I also grew up with um, um Tanzanians while so I was in South Africa and and mm-hmm. I love the food, I love the coconut rice, I love just the diversity and wished I would get the opportunity to go and visit. Um regarding your proverb for today, who large a mor- morsels chokes the child? I don't know, I think I think I can just rephrase it in um when it comes to us trying to discipline children, I think we need to be very careful at what we are we are imprinting in them because Sometimes they might do actions that are minimum and we would use the most worst form of punishment on them and in a way destroy our ability to try and better discipline them in future. So I think it's important for people to always weigh their actions before taking them and weigh it in, 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 in line with the impact of what has been done and how wide it affects other people and in a way just be more mindful you know be more more mindful in your actions lest you destroy a generation so that that, that that's perhaps how i can sum it up Excellent. um thank you simon and i wish you all And happy MLK Day if you have it as a public holiday for us. We are working. But at least I get to work with my little one. (laughs) That's that's another part altogether.
0: It's beautiful. It's beautiful, Um, especially in working from home. But also, it's beautiful to celebrate uh, Martin Luther King Day. Uh, today. So most people here in the U.S. are on holiday today because we are celebrating uh, the life of Martin Luther King Jr. Now, quickly, let's hear from Stella. Stella, uh, are you there or uh, should we hear from you tomorrow? I know that you're going to be here tomorrow as well. I know that we are coming to the, 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 the end of our session today in just a second here. So if you're there, go ahead and share your perspectives as well. I think uh, last week Stella told me that she's having trouble with her phone, so that could be the challenge we are faced with here. But uh, Yusuf, what are some of your closing remarks? You know, uh, we've been here for almost an hour, and uh, for those who are just joining us, we talked about a lot. You know, we talked about today's proverb from Mauritania, too large a muzzle chocks the child. Uh, we shared three nuggets of wisdom. Then we learned about um, a childhood story from Yusuf that inspires who he is today. Uh, we learned about this individual. I can't remember his exact name, but he's the person that really challenged Yusuf to, to take his activism from, uh, you know, being against things to being for something, you know, uh, and having a purpose. And that's how he ended up, you know, running one of Africa's biggest festivals. But, Yusuf, something that I wanted you to touch on, especially because we are also being listened to by, by uh, Af- Africans uh, who live in the diaspora, uh, some of whom are descendants of African slaves who literally left Africa through Zanzibar, those who left Africa through the East Side. And then, you know, the door of no return in West Africa, in, in Ghana, is also how those who left Africa from the West Side. Uh, left the continent. Could you just speak briefly about the significance of Zanzibar as one of the last places that slaves were and also the opportunity for those who come to fest to the festival to also visit and learn about this history of African people. Mm.
1: Thank you and uh, very appropriate on this Martin Luther Martin Luther, Luther King Day. Um yeah I I, I I think I mentioned earlier that I really, we, we, we have to recognise that music can be enormously influential and I think we all have responsibilities to, to raise awareness um, on environmental issues, to challenge injustice, to fight racism, speak out against corruption, but also to increase opportunities for the next generation. And I, I really think this is uh these are platforms where we can do our best to ensure women and youth and voices of mar- marginalised communities uh, are are included. And sometimes this means taking risks in uh, in programming. But I think um, we're very fortunate at South in that people have grown to trust us, and even if they don't know many of the names on the in the lineup, they will. Uh, be confident that they're going to see some really amazing performances at the old fort. And um, the old fort, by the way, is uh, was built by the Portuguese um, in 15th, 16th century, I believe, uh, and then captured later by the Omanis. But it was an area um, of huge trade in slaves and spices and other good goods. Uh, and um, I think it's part of the magic of South Zabulsara is kind of recapturing that space and using it for something positive, where people come together in celebration and enjoy. Um, and um, I think it's worth anyone who's first time visiting Zanzibar to to explore and find out about the tragic history of the island and the the terrible trade that was going on in bagamoyo and across tanzania uh, and the slaves were often then brought to zanzibar before being shipped to other parts of the world more actually to the arab world and india and asia rather than across atlantic trade by the way but um, there's some very knowledgeable people on the island who are more than happy to guide people and explain uh the, the historical locations and their significance and some of the history about that um sad side of zanzibar's history um but uh, i don't want to end on a ne- negative note I, I think it might be worth mentioning before i leave uh a quote from miss one week as you'll recognize, that's a Kenyan name. And uh, she has been at the festival for five years. When she wrote this to us, um, I think it was a couple of years ago, she said, this is the best festival in all of East Africa. I've been to South Zabulsara for five years in a row and I will never miss it for anything. The live music, the rhythms, the food, everything is fantastic. So I needn't say any more myself, but I'll leave it to Wambui um, to uh, hopefully entice more of you to come. And uh, Karibu Nisana, I'm sure anyone who comes to South has an amazing experience. They never forget and uh, often come again and again and again. And uh, Simon, big thanks to you for, uh, for hosting me on, the, on your wonderful show. Um, Uh it's incredible achievement that you're and I really hope you will keep up this amazing work um long into the future and look forward to see you also on our Paradise Island in the Indian Ocean. Asante,
0: Asante, thank you. Thank I know it's very busy time uh for you uh and your entire team. So it's really an honor that you took the time to join us today and uh, I want to encourage you to also keep up the Great work, and uh, I hope that I'll be joining you in Zanzibar next month. And to those who want to join, uh, you know, to join me in Zanzibar next year or next month, just let me know. I'll be happy to introduce you to Yusuf and his team. They've been incredibly responsive uh, on email, you know, and uh, they've they've just been wonderful people to work with. So if you look up Saudi Zabusara online, uh, you will really, really be able to get supported once you begin communicating with them and you'll really have a deep appreciation of one of the oldest uh, festivals in the motherland. With that we've come to the tail end of our conversation today and uh, Yusuf thank you and to everybody who joined us uh, if you're on YouTube remember to subscribe to the channel give this video a thumbs up and uh, leave us with your comments so that we know Uh, what is it that inspired you from our conversation today. If you're on Clubhouse, make sure you follow me on the app and join us tomorrow, same time, 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 5 p.m. East African Time. Thank you so much, Yusuf. Take care. And uh, I deeply appreciate it. African you are listening to African Father in America podcast by Simon Javano Kelo, live from Seattle, Washington, USA.